0: what's up shinners it's matty p from the shindig podcast where of course we like to dig deep into the trials community Uh, welcome back to your weekly consumption of trials chit chat keeping it in the uk today we are um going up to scotland um to chat with the stylish ben travis um Amazing, amazing chat with Ben. He's an incredible rider. He's done a a lot for for the trials community. Um, Mainly, I would say, he's an amazing video projects that he's produced over the years. Some of them uh, have been some of my favorite um, videos. So we do go into that, um, some of the the project that Ben's done. Um, We also go into... Back when he rode TGS, he didn't always ride a bike with a seat, is his background, if you didn't know. Um, As well as the time he ruptured his spleen during a ride and tried to carry on. Um, What a trooper. (laughs) <laughs> so um, we hear all about that that story as well um, but of course guys don't forget if you haven't supported the shindig podcast yet um, there is many many ways that you guys can do that um, very easy head over to apple podcast and give us a little five star review if you think so um, and of course you can go to our website as well where we've got bits of merch that you guys can purchase um, all of the um, all of the profits go back into shindig so that we can make these uh, videos and make these podcasts um for all of you and so that we can carry on um doing that so and if if you have supported us before thank you um on behalf of all of the shindig crew thank you very much but if you haven't um do go and check out our website youtube um and either give it a watch or five star um or treat yourself to a little bit of merch but um i won't keep you guys any longer you listen to my voice enough as it is and sadly it will just be my voice so sorry to those that are fed up with it already (laughs) let's just get straight into it let's go mr ben travis hey man how's it going how you doing hey mate i'm good how are you doing
1: yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, good. Nice, nice. Just nice. Uh, working away today, but uh, sun's out, so can't complain. Good. I'm
0: glad we were able to take you away from work for for a little while to. Uh, oh, I chat can what... give you a little
1: bit of time, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: to to chat, what I hope you you um you're better at, which is riding your bike,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm far more interested in trials <laughs> than work, so there is um, that. <laughs> and for
0: those you know those people listening who who don't know uh, who you are or or where you are right now, um, where are you in in the world, Ben?
1: So I'm Ben, Travis, and I live in Aberdeen in sunny Scotland. Uh, i have You can probably tell by the accent that I'm not Scottish. Um, I've lived up here for nearly 18 years, I think now. Uh, so I moved up here when I came for uni. I'm originally from Hull in East Yorkshire, from the, the land of Damon Watson, for all you yeah. TGSs. <laughs> um, so that's my uh, background. So yeah, I've been in Aberdeen a long time now, and it's basically what I call home. That's Ah,
0: cool. Because I didn't realise you'd lived there for that long. I knew that you'd kind of migrated there.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it's funny. I was saying to someone just the other day, I was like, do you think I should put on a fake Scottish accent when I go online just (laughs) to see if they actually think I'm Scottish? But uh, no, I've, um, yeah, I moved up here when I came to uni when I was 18 and I've been here since I'm 36 now. So it's been a a fair amount of time. I think, when did I? I must have started riding trials like 13 years old in Hull, just outside of Hull. I live just outside of Hull. Yeah. And then um, yeah, uni called and I went up to Aberdeen and I've not left.
0: Yeah, it must be ever since. Must be something in the water there because there's quite a few good trials riders from Scotland.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've, uh well, certainly, there certainly is. I mean, it's there's quite a few of us. I mean, the old, the younger generation is still coming through. Um, I don't. It doesn't seem like this generation, but maybe I'm just. Uh, I don't see a lot of it. Um, a, a lot because I'm too busy just riding but yeah, there's uh, there's quite a few with Danny and Duncan and, uh, it's very strong crew and there is isn't and uh, Ali obviously moving up, so <clears throat> it's not it's not bad, I, mean, we, I don't think we all get together as much as we probably should but uh, yeah, it's quite the strong team if there was a nationality to go for in the street trials anyway, we wouldn't be keeping up with like uh, the Jack Carthys and co but uh, on the street side we're certainly not bad
0: yeah, that's that's what I thought. It's a very strong squad, in that way. Is that, is that what kind of led you to to stay in Scotland with your bike, Ben? Wasn't the riders or anything? Uh,
1: a little bit. I mean, it's it's one of these. I kind of hung around with the guys a little bit. Um, Aberdeen's a little bit far out. It's kind of like two, really two hours from anywhere. Mm. Um, so I kind of got stuck in the, you know, the circle of work and and what was going on with outside of trials life but I never really had any vast reason to leave the riding was always good and when I was riding far more frequently I could easily travel down to Glasgow and there's really good street riding um there's plenty of good natural spots for when I was back in a a TGSer and trying my hand at the the comps and stuff but um yeah I just just never really had the opportunity or will you know will to really move anywhere else but and now I'm a married man with a a wee lad that's uh yeah it's kind of just kept me here and the work's here so i've kind of got a balanced life and trials unfortunately Uh, good good to uh, hear that you're managing i've been here a long time but love it
0: yeah good to hear you're managing you know family life as well as uh, a cyclist life because you know that can be difficult i know from not from a personal point of view Uh, oh
1: yeah no it is i mean yeah there's a there is a big balance to be struck i try my best to fit the, the bikes in around the family stuff and work commitments, but I just, I can't get enough of riding trials. I'm say i 36 now. And I thought if I had looked back 10 years and thought, would you still be riding at 36? I'd have been like, no, maybe, maybe on the mountain bikes or something like that, but riding trials, probably not. But I actually love it more the older I get. I don't, and I don't know if it's kind of a, I'm coming to the end <laughs> of the, you know, the trials progression, but I tend to, I'd, I'd, do love it like i'm always watching it I'm always trying to get out on my bike even if it's just for an hour you know whenever i can fit in i'll go out at lunch times when i'm working i'll go out in the evenings like later on in the evening just to try and get a, a ride in so yeah it's pretty good to be still enjoying it you know this you, late into i mean it's, it's a hard Charles thing to keep career,
0: motivated you know? have you got something that you got anything <laughs> that keeps you driven and keeps you motivated to get out on your bike so regularly
1: um for me it's literally about pushing myself to try new things you know it's kind of um i wouldn't say i'm the most original rider you know i'm not out there making tricks up i'm not a jean Langlois or even like danny you know that kind of thing on the street trials but i just i've always loved the learning aspect of trials in terms of learning something new. even if i mean it took me a year to learn to back up when we started because all we had was tricks and stunts to learn from right yeah (laughs) when i first started but even like learning foot jam whips or learning you're know, trying to learn bar spins or something like that i i can spend hours at a curb setup you know just trying to learn something even if it's like a 180 gap or something like that and uh, i still have the like the tgs aspect in me because i'm always trying to go a bit bigger whether it's with a gap or whether it's with a side up or whatever even on the street bike so just pushing myself to try new things you know and, and then i'm i'm all about making edits in reality edits are the thing for me and I don't really like this whole you've got to put a clip up daily on social media I'm not great at that but I love the process of making a video edit and putting six months into planning out lines going and filming taking the hits you know not getting something getting frustrated getting angry and then coming back and getting it that's basically what keeps me sticking at it and yeah I just love it you know I've been doing it for (laughs) 20 years made I make edits and stuff. So it's kind of to still be going and still feel like I'm pushing myself. And other people might not feel the same, but I feel like I'm as good as I've ever been. Maybe not in terms of going big with side ops and stuff like I used to on the TGS bike, but yeah, I feel smoother and more confident in my ability than I've ever done. So I'm sticking around for a wee while. I still think.
0: improving despite, yeah, 20 years on the bike. You'd think, like you say, you'll hit a plateau, at some point that's what I think you think so right yeah but um from experience yeah no even some of my closest friends who've ridden more than 20 years still improving which just means that you're not too old you can't there's always room for progression I've got to say
1: yeah yeah things I mean the the body tends to hurt when you crash a bit more the older you get I mean everybody everybody will, will slowly learn it I mean it's uh it's certainly, I certainly feel like I don't bounce as well as I used to, but it's, yeah, just learning, learning something new and putting the hours in. I mean, I, I've said to the wife a few times, you know, is I can kind of just go out on my bike and I'll go out for, in an evening, say half past seven, I'll go find something and I'll find that I've been riding the same bench and it's suddenly half past nine, 10 o'clock and I'm literally <laughs> yeah. trying either the same thing over and over trying to get it dialed in or I'm, or I'm just I've just got loads of little ideas I can, I can work, I'm working on and it's little things like that and you forgot the worries of the day. Anything else in, in, in life has kind of gone and you, because you're so focused on what you're doing at that time. And I think that's why I, I stick to it. It's really my kind of like happy place that I can clear my head and just focus on riding my bike. Uh, in terms of plateauing, I think, I think you always do plateau sometimes, mm, yeah. but I think it's about pushing through it. Right. You've just, you guys all know with you know like even side hopping and stuff I remember being stuck at like back when I was an inch pincher trying to get like you know 45 46 inches yeah inch hunter and inch it took pincher. Me forever. <laughs> you, know, you know it's been trying to push through it and just keep going and and then out of nowhere you'll you'll maybe take a week off because you've got other commitments or you know the weekend so you don't ride or something like this and then the next week you come back and you feel refreshed and and then you you've you've done it you've done what you've you've just spent a week trying to do and the next thing you know you're like right I'm going on to the next level and straight you know I'll go through periods where I can't do something and I'm just getting angry and I'm ready to throw the bike yeah. I'm, I'm a bit short-tempered or whatever and then the next the next thing I know I've landed it and I've got it reasonably thin and I'm saying oh oh what was all the fuss about back then but it's just kind of memory isn't it and and learning and i think that's why i stick in at it really just can't not do it it's just so enjoyable
0: and one of the i i'm always one to say stick to what you're good at basically
1: um oh we may have just lost
0: a bit of a connection there yeah Yeah, there we go um yes stick to what you're good at is what i would would always say um but how did it even start for you ben because you weren't a street so the word street trials, um, you weren't really a street trials rider before. Yeah. That's what people might know you as now. Um, most done yeah. some very good project with Inspired. Um, you know, most recently what Malaga was in oh, 2019. There's a, a really good recent one of you going to London. Well, that was Duncan, that one. Yeah. Well, you were there, you know, you were there. I've You've got clips on there, but um, <laughs> and a, a great story about you rupturing your spleen last year, I believe. <laughs> Um, I didn't know that, but we'll go into that.
1: Yeah, there was, um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But how you did know, it start? Good? Yeah, so my, my background is, I yeah. mean, we, yeah, so for, for me, we, basically it was, we were actually dirt jumpers back in my little village. So I'm talking like when I'm 13, you know, we were, we were, a couple of the lads that were there, my mate Phil um, and I were both trying to get into dirt jumping and all this kind of stuff and um phil had a little fall i'm talking like tiny little dirt jumps things that people would would scoff at but he kind of um he got internal bleeding he landed straight on his handlebar got internal bleeding and uh and so we kind of he ended up in hospital for a couple of days and stuff like that and we were like and there was an an older guy in the village who was doing trials back in the day and i think he'd essentially seen like tricks and stunts and he was doing the odd backup this guy called um duncan and i've forgotten his surname um but yeah duncan lived right across the street from my mom and dad and uh we were cop you know it was like looking up to the older the older guy and we were just like oh my god that looks amazing let's try that so we're trying to learn to back up and he saw us trying it and uh because he lived across the road he was like oh would you like to um we like to borrow this video vhs you know i mean it's that that long ago now (laughs) and he's like oh would you like to borrow this video and i was like oh what is it and so he pulls out tricks and stunts. And of course I pretty much wear out his videotape by watching it on repeat. And I think it's a bit of a, it probably sounds a bit cliche when, you know, people of my age, the likes of Ali, you know, maybe, you know, the Duncans, the Dannys and stuff like this, yeah. talk about it like this. It, it's true. Like for me, it was true. Is I wore out a videotape of someone else's videotape <laughs> of tricks and stunts, just watching it on repeat, you know? And so I was, um, it was just something that stuck and watching Martin and Martin ride. I was like, this is incredible. What is this? You, you don't, you know, cause try, you know what trials is like. I mean, I know it's, it's changed very it's so much foreign over to the years people. to what it is, but <laughs> yeah, people are just like, what is this guy doing? What is this person doing <laughs> on top of a phone box yeah. on a bike? You know, it's just, it's just not normal. So I was the same. So we, we watched this, I showed it to my mates and we, we just got into it. And you know, because we were small, we had small bikes, because we were trying to dirt jump and then, yeah, we just kind of went from there. And the next thing it took me, as I said before, it took me about a year to learn to back up across the street, which if I think back now was probably a total of about 25 backups to get across the street, you know, rather than where we are now, where you could do it in a couple, you know? Yeah. Um, And it just stuck. It files just stuck for me. And we slowly progressed into going into the, into the town we live near, which is just outside of Hull, a town called Beverly. And uh, we were going into Beverly, and we were riding on there. And then that went going into Hull and we met a bigger group of guys. Um, So there was, by this point, there was myself, Phil, uh, Andy Spencer, um, Anthony Ward, I won't name them all, a couple of other guys. Um, And we just got really stuck into the scene and there was a big scene of us. I mean, a, a weekend ride would be 10 or 12 of us in Hull, just kind of on all the spots people have probably seen on Damon's videos and things like that. We... We loved it. We were out every weekend, sometimes both days, you know, and I was never, when I was younger, before I turned 18, I was never really into the pub or anything. I was not bothered about going drinking. Um, I was just bike mad. I was like, I need to be riding my trials bike. I need to be going out. And uh, yeah, it just kind of progressed from there. And then at this point in time, we're all on, you know, uh, like Pashley's or I was on a Curtis, I think at one point. Um, and everybody was on like an Onza T-Rex, that kind of thing. So it was still looking back. It's still kind of strutty bikes, but we just had long stems, longer stems on them. So, you know, 120 mil stems, you know, far too long for the bike and stuff like that. But it was kind of just that. And then slowly bit by bit, you know, you start seeing videos of the trials Kings, you start seeing, um, there was a guy called Matt Berridge. I don't know if you've ever heard of Matt, um, used to ride a Curtis lived down in Bristol. Mm -hmm. Um, couple of all the guys in there they were all putting videos and we were we were the people that were spending 40 minutes an hour couple of hours downloading a video of, for like 30 seconds on quality that was awful you could barely see what you were looking at but it was just that just got us absolutely stoked to ride and it just went from there you know it's the closest um, thing to youtube
0: you know and there, yeah i've been there ever
1: since yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to think what, there was a name of a website. Uh, I think it was like Dutch website. I'm sure it was like, and go diggy or something like that. And it basically had all these uploads on. It was all these videos, every single trials video you could ever find was on there. Um, and you could just download these things. As I say, it would take you all night to do it if you, <laughs> if you didn't have a good enough connection, but the next day you'd have this brilliant, like video that you're just like, who is this guy? Like what what is this guy doing? This is incredible. And it just motivated you to go out and try and push yourself, you know? Um
0: That's and as kind I say of we were always on
1: like street bikes or street e bikes.
0: 'Cause like having those videos I feel is like what people work towards you know you would always be riding practicing you'd be like right i'm going to make a new video and send it out there and then that inspired the next person to make another video and then it's by the next. it was kind of like this
1: snowball effect in the community yeah it's a, it's a... yeah exactly i think the think the thing was with trials back then nobody was really doing tricks you weren't seeing people trying to learn bar spins or do all this kind of thing it was basically who was going bigger or better even on the street bikes you know you, you look at the trials kings and i compare what they were doing like yeah they were doing big bunny up gaps and you don't really see big bunny up gaps on tgs bikes nowadays but it was about the going bigger and for us and certainly for me the amount i saw these guys pushing i was like oh it can be done yeah. you know you can go that big <coughs> excuse me you can go that big and still not die you know, and still still be alive and get over the other side of that rail. And I remember we took a, a road trip over to Leeds one time um, from Hull and seeing some of the, the lines in Leeds that we'd seen done by the Trials Kings. And my mind was absolutely blown. I'm just, I was just gobsmacked yeah. at how big these guys were going. And because I, I thought we were pretty, I thought we were pretty good, you know, you, you, and I think everybody does it. You think in your local area and who you locally ride with, you might be like, well, I'm better than X at this and he's better than me at that. But we're actually a pretty good standard because back then you didn't have YouTube where you just went on and found someone and you could just go, oh, look, there's loads of spots in Doncaster or there's loads of spots in London. Let's go right there. You just had this kind of word of mouth. And then this website came along with all these videos and suddenly you're like, oh my word, these people are incredible. And so, back then the only time you ever got to see other riders other than going on a road trip was going to a comp and then you'd see these people that you Mm. then suddenly started seeing in magazines like Danny and all these guys and you're just like what is going on like why is my standard so low and then for me it was just about progressing you know and it was about pushing myself to go bigger and further as, as best as I could um Whereas, I guess, as I'm just reading back to now quickly, like now, I'm all about kind of dialing things in and making sure I don't do correction hops, a full Ryan Leach type thing. You know, it's that's what I get really dialed in on. It's not about, you know, just going further and a bigger drop. Good, good timing, whatever. Ben, because um, the,
0: the week before this one's released is Ryan Leach. I've already recorded it. So you'll be interested to yeah. listen to that one. <laughs> we talk a lot oh, about I look forward old... to hearing that one. Yeah, that one's we've good. Yeah, a Ryan's a uh, manifesto- Well, I mean,
1: even. <laughs> Yeah, even Ryan's Ryan's one of these guys that, you know, after after Tricks and Stunts, Along Came Evolve, Along Came Revolution, all these other videos that, again, inspired us. You know, it was suddenly like, oh, there's not just Martin Ashton. We don't just have to copy Martin Ashton. No, you, there's all these other guys. And then you see the likes of Ryan Leach and Jeff Lenosky and all these guys, and you're just like, whoa, wait a minute. People are over in the States doing this thing. It's not just those crazy people in Hull, mm-hmm. you know, doing this and two guys in South Wales in the Martins doing it there's loads of people doing this and it just just progressed you I mean obviously I splintered off towards the the long law TGS bike but that's just that was just my preference at the time you know so I think I had a a Curtis for a long time and it was slowly I was putting like longer stem on it you know bars yeah. not full Carthy bar type thing but you know bars with going further. And I'm like, I just wanted to go bigger and bigger in side ops and stuff like this. And I remember, I think my next bike after that was the Custelier um, Onza T-Rex type bike. Um And I remember getting one of them after seeing Danny Butler riding his. And I was just like, that thing looks ace, you know, trials had started progressing and I basically got into the, the side of going down you know, big side ups, big gaps and just pushing my taps and stuff and pushing yeah, myself as much as I TGS. could. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and being from Hull, we didn't have a lot of natural spots, you know, so it wasn't like you had to drive to Shippey or Addingham, really to get a really decent natural spot. And, and when I got there, I was still just looking for the biggest gaps, the biggest side ups and stuff. And so yeah. I've always just considered myself a street TGS rider in, in reality. You know, I've always been that way inclined and even when i got onto my my hex and my and then now the foreplay Hmm. when i first went onto the street bikes i was still doing the same stuff but it was just i was trying to learn to bunny hop now rather than just tapping everything or just gapping over everything so it was even now i find myself just like i see things and i just thought oh that looks pretty big i wonder if i can make that and yeah on my tgs bike i probably clear it no problem you know it'd be easy peasy but Again, it's just a challenge to be able to do it on a foreplay while still be able to three sixty off something shoulder height, or you know all these other little things. And yeah, it's been a it's been a full circle that I still kind of come back to trying to do gaps and trying to do like bunny taps and all these little things. Um, it's still Ali the keeps foundations to convince though, me to get a hex to bit to go that way.
0: Of that, I always found a lot of the um, high level, let's say street riders have a background of riding a bit of TGS. I I feel like, do you, do you think that directly contributes to your style now?
1: Yeah. I mean, 100%. It's, I mean, it's kind of, I think not to criticize any of the younger generation, but I think there's too many people kind of want to come into trials and they want to, or street trials and they want to learn to foot jam whip. They want to, they want to backflip. They want to, yeah. tail whip bar spin all this kind of stuff which is great and i you know i'm glad they're joining the sport but i'm all about the fundamentals i think if i was if i was becoming a tutor of trials to anyone if i ever went down that route or mm. somebody asked for a tip yeah you know my first tip is always to be able to track stand to be able to stand on one spot you know kind of good controls on good control on your backups you know all this basic trial stuff that balance you know being able to ride a handrail all this kind of stuff will it's it can be boring it you know it can be you know it takes a long time to learn you know if you ask somebody to ride a bike along a handrail they're not going to be able to do it first time unless they're pretty spectacularly talented Mm. but if you don't have that fundamental then all the other little things don't come into play like a foot jam whip isn't just necessarily about spinning the bike around as fast as you can it's about balance it's a balance point and that's I mean, I'm not even great at them and that's and me telling someone to do them. It's, you know, the people that are doing like triple foot jam tail whips that you can see and things like that, they've got a perfect balance point. That's, mm. why, they're, that's why they're able to do it. It's yeah. not because they're just like, ooh, like this and and hoping for the best. And I think a lot of the time, as I say, I... have <laughs> not to go on about it, but I, I was practicing basics for so long, you know, it took me yeah. like five or six years yeah. to learn basics. Absolutely. And people nowadays you can go on YouTube and someone will teach you how to do this, you know, really difficult complex tricks in a five minute YouTube video. And I just, I just don't think it it correlates. I think you've got to put the effort in it. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with trials. And I think, I think that's why I've outlasted quite a lot of people in terms of, Friends I used to ride with that don't really ride any longer because again, as you talked about before, they reach a plateau Mm. and they think, oh, that's it, that's as good as I can get, and they're not willing to push through it. But yeah, having the TGS basics, the you know the ability to balance on the back wheel and just hold it. I mean, anybody who rides TGS and knows how Dim and side hops, for example, you know, there's no messing about on the back wheel. He literally he'll get up on his back wheel and he'll just stand there. Yeah. And then he preloads and he does this huge preload and he bounces up like he's done like a sixty inch side off, I believe, plus <laughs> yes, back in the day. So well, bad. not too long ago. And that that's that's insane. And then for people who a bit more recent who've seen the likes of Jack Carthy um and some of the other the really good TGSs, um, I've forgotten is it the who's this Swedish guy that's just riding a hex at the minute? You are you know him. Know what I mean. You are. I him. think you guys have shared a few yeah, things. Yeah, you are him. That's yeah. actually so how he, you say his name. He's got Yoakim, a he's got a comp background. Yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got a, a you know a comp background, and you look at his balance, and then look how it translates onto his street bike, and you just that's where it comes from. It doesn't come yeah. from. Yeah. He's just naturally talented. It comes from years of practice doing TGS you know, TJs and comp style riding. that's really you know it's really well balanced and that's that's key to me it seems
0: a natural progression for most trials riders who've had that kind of tgs style you're like cool now i know how to maneuver the bike it kind of feels like i've some riders hit a plateau where they're like right i can't side up any bigger right or i can't gap any bigger blah then they're like let me get let me get an inspired bike then let me try and adapt these moves that i do and this time i'll roll between the, the the moves yeah it kind of feels like a natural progression if you can't feel like you're getting bigger you basically get more creative um but then there are people like yeah, yourself yeah, and duncan yeah. who actually uh, or danny who actually try and do all of it they get creative but they're still driving to go bigger and do the the the, the kind of the the bigger moves but i think you're um a case study of that ben Like, you just mentioned it, which I was going to say. You just mentioned it saying, oh, I'm still riding. Like, some of my other mates haven't carried on or they didn't feel that kind of buzz, but you've obviously changed your style ever so slightly and then given yourself, like, more opportunities to have fun on smaller obstacles, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred. I mean, it's... it's... So, it's funny because the couple of guys I ride up Here with in Aberdeen, so there's Joe at Gavoir and Adam Maguire. They um, they're fairly new, so less than five years, I think. In reality, um, trials riding, and I've been riding trials longer than they've been alive. Uh, Now, that's that's pretty. I don't know if that's sad or impressive or what. But this is a thing to me. Is it? It's not so much. I think I reached. Yeah, well, yeah, a bit both. Yeah, I um I reached a point with my TGS bike that I just, I realized that if I wanted to go bigger, I was going to have to spend more time in the gym. I kind of honed my technique to be able to reach my limit. And it was all about, I would have to start going to the gym. And for me going to the gym to improve riding my bike just wasn't worth it because I wasn't going to get rich and famous from, you know, riding trials, mm-hmm. although that turned out to be the wrong, the wrong idea. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of, I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't interested in that. I wasn't interested in going and doing squats just to get bigger side ups or, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to ride my bike because I found it fun. Yeah. And when I got the swap and I thought, I'm going to try out a hex. Is that, yeah, of course, I'd seen April 09 and I'd seen all this other stuff and thought, oh, that looks a bit interesting. And it was just, a, it was, a, it was just a, I needed a bit of a change. I knew I could go and side up stuff. And of course I got onto it and I couldn't side up 50 inches anymore. And I was just like, oh, this is, I don't like this. And it took me a while to get used to, but then I learned how to do big bunny op gaps. I learned how to, you know, do reasonable size bunny ops to rear or into front. And it was just a new technique. And it's, you know, and then from that, that led into, oh, I'm going to try and learn three sixties. I'm going to try and learn all this other bits and pieces. And yeah, it's just, um, it's just one of those things that I think, as I say, I've outlasted quite a lot of people. So there was the first group of friends. I think there's only one who still rides his mountain bike. I don't think any of the guys ride trials. And then, you know, I just I've seen a group up in Aberdeen when I moved up here, kind of they did they kind of all just grew out of it and, and went and did other things. And yeah. and I've, one of the guys has kind of come back, a guy called Rick Towler. He's kind of started up again. He's got him he, but he was the same. He got on a he he, he um he bought at Joe Urquhart's old foreplay. And he was just like, Oh, this is different. This is fun, I yeah, like yeah. this. You know, and yeah. yeah, of course he can't go as big as he used to, but he's learning something new. Yeah. And it's just that yeah, life can get in the way, but if you just kind of keep learning something, and as I say, for me, it was all about, I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to riding. I mean, if you ever speak that to can Mark be, Westlake, that can who be has done quite a bit of filming sometimes. for me.
0: <laughs> Being a perfectionist can be hard work. Yeah, no, it
1: can. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these things I will, you know, that I'll film a line and I'll look at it and someone else will be like, you know, they'll be fist out, ready to bump me like, oh my God, that was, you know, yeah. that's exactly what you wanted, right? And I look at it and I'm just like, no that is horrible yeah, i'm not happy with that, that. They're, you they're know
0: all, i hopped and, there no not doing that
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and it's just little things and don't get me wrong I'm, I'm i'm not perfect there's plenty of if if people want to call me out then feel free but there's plenty of lines i've put in videos where i'm i've not quite been happy with what i had there but it was the best i could get after two hours of trying the same trick you know and i'm just like i need to finish this video <laughs> and i i need to move on and try something new you know um So I'm not claiming that I, everything I've put out is perfect, but when it comes to doing something, I just like to really dial it in before I put it out there or I let anybody else see me doing it just because it's just, just kind of the way I am, you know, the best possible version of that trick. That's the thing is the whole, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing I think, I mean, it's, I look at, even you look at the top comp riders, do you, does anybody really think that they're not just really dialing in techniques? They don't spend hours dialing in techniques. You know, yeah. Charlie Rawls doesn't just able to do like a drop 180 hook off, like an eight foot wall, you know, just first time because he wants to, you yeah. know, he's dialed that, that technique in to be able to do things like that and have that much control. You know, it's the big yeah. 10,000 hours thing, you know, where you put that much effort into learning something, you know, you reap the re- rewards, but, yeah, it's. Uh, I think you've just got to change it up. Trials, you know. Yeah. I think if you do the same thing for fifteen years and you're just doing the same taps, you're gonna get bored, you know.
0: Well, Danny, Danny Holroyd's another example of that. I don't know if you've seen recently got himself trials bike mm-hmm. again, and he's taken that kind of route. The yeah. last bike before this one was his signature twenty four seven TGS kind of thing, and, and yeah. he knew in his podcast like, well, I'm not going to go back to that. I'm not just going to go and big big ass taps. I'm going to try and Combine it all and and do that kind of learn new tricks as you say because he knows how to, to yeah, do yeah, the definitely. tap so yeah, let's yeah. try and do some spins and and so forth. Now you did mention about some yeah. projects then which you're quite well known for some fantastic videos, Ben. Uh, I must say so thank you oh, from the you from much. all the trials community. Uh, even someone who's done like TGS, <laughs> you you've done all of the riding, which is why I think people people yeah. love your <laughs> your style. Um, most Thanks recently um you brought out another um three days in london which was way back in 2018 then you did a three days in london too um yeah. a second one which is quite yeah, that's right yeah quite a recent project anyone who hasn't seen that just pause this for one minute go and watch that video because it's yeah really good um but the the second one you had a bit of a story behind that it didn't quite finish it um uh, do you want to tell the listeners what kind of happened? They might not know that you, you injured yourself during a, a ride. Um, yeah. That. So what happened.
1: So, well, the premise behind the video is quite obvious with the title. I had three days in London, and it was the second time I was doing it. Uh, and Mark Westlake and I had planned this trip. And I, I, as I said to you briefly before, when I make a video, I basically make a Google map of every spot I can think of, and in London. I know how well ridden London is. I'm not naive enough to think that. And I thought, I need to go and find different things that people haven't ridden. So we were, I think, certainly on the first one, I think Mark, on the first one video, we did Mark put a Strava trip in. And I think we did like 16 or 18 miles or something like that on two trials bikes over the day. You know, I'm talking basically (laughs) a big loop of London, you know. That's a lot.
0: It's a lot of miles on yeah. a Charles
1: bike. Yeah, it's, it wasn't. It's was one of those where you just, all you want after the first day is just like, I just want a bath. Like, go yeah. in. I don't want to have to ride my bike and again London's tomorrow. And London's so but-
0: tiring, man. Like, obviously, I, I live here too. And and I I know how exhausting it is to find new spots and how, yeah. you know, spread out they were. But sorry, go on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, no. So we, um, yeah, we put a lot of miles in. So anyway, the second time I came back and I'd had, a couple of things that were on the list from the first video that we didn't get round to either going to or i didn't get quite as i'd wanted um so i thought right we'll go back and try and dial some things in and it's just fun it's fun catching up with mark and we had a, a good time riding but on the um on the first so on the second one it ended up having to be two trips because on the first trip i had a bit of a fall uh you could say so a bit we'd, of a fall, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a fall, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't know I had,
0: this, so you'll have to repeat it to the listeners who don't know. I just sort of learned No, that's yesterday. fine. It's,
1: it's, no, it's all right. So I, um, yeah, so we'd hit a few spots in the morning of the first day on the first trip and things were going well. I think both Mark and I were quite pleased with how, you know, it's kind of like maybe not first time tricks, but things were happening fairly quickly. I wasn't wasting loads of time, yeah. like trying to get stuff dialed. And I was, I just got my new, um inspired arcade so the gold one when it came out oh, I'd, I'd had yes. it like that was three nice. weeks. So I'd, I'd had that and i was just i was like this feels oh i'm feeling so good and i hadn't felt as good on my bike in such a long time i was like this is perfect and uh i'd seen this wall ride spot in a couple of videos previously i think some bmx videos so as i said i do a lot of research so i'm talking i watch hundreds of london bmx videos trials videos everything and i'm like trying to Using the video to find street names to find, so I've got quite the spot <laughs> map of anybody wants. A investor, it yeah,
0: London. investigator there. I've got uh, yeah, exactly. Chris Jackson yeah. on the shindig so. is very much the same. So I know what that's like spending <laughs> yeah. late at night, like
1: oh, street view, street view, street view. Yes, yes. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. that is that is me. Yeah. So I um. So yeah, I'd found this in the back and beyond. I'd, I'd found it based off a petrol station. I'd seen in the background and then street viewed it and found it anyway. So I was like, this looks good i think i can do it i'm not i wasn't it wasn't like it's not like a strong point of my riding but i thought i think i can do it it's like a two second clip it's just filler i don't need to spend ages doing it so we set up mark's got all his cameras set up a tripod he's got everything dialed in um i hit it once i was like oh that wasn't bad i thought i could get a bit higher i hit it twice this is all filmed all done yeah Lapped it rode away from it and uh mark's mark had basically said to me dude i think you got it That, that, that you That's don't need it, to do right. anymore yeah and i was just and i said that so i wasn't a believer in the karma of one more try um but i am now as i'll tell you in a minute but yeah i just said to him i said oh mark i think i can get this tiny bit better i think i've got it it just felt like i wasn't as high as i could go and anyway so it's basically a, a flat um, um where is my camera a yeah. flat bank to a to a vertical wall like this and uh it's in the middle of the video, right in the middle. And you'll see that I basically eat a whole lot of crap um, on the third attempt. So this was the third attempt. So the clips that you see in the video after of me making it were actually filmed first. And the, and the, the first one, you, the, the actual crash you see where I hit the deck. It
0: just feels backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, it, it was. But I wasn't going back to this spot to try and improve the clip we had. Yeah. Um, It's one of these, I've actually thought about it since. I kind of want to go back and face my fear a bit, but it's, um, anyway, so I'd, uh, so on this other one, my front wheel clipped the wall on the, the vertical wall and, and pushed my bike away from me. And I ended up kind of landing on my, uh, my left elbow into my left hand side where my spleen is. And that left elbow actually has a metal pin through it from a previous crash that I had a couple of years back. And so I think that's landed in my spleen basically landed on top of it. And I think I don't want to big it up, but I would say I fell from about six feet straight onto my elbow, like underneath me.
0: It must have been some height to rupture it. Like that's it's that's not an easy, you know, even if you were just to do that. Well,
1: that's it. So if you think if you think I'm kind of trapped underneath myself like this, yeah. it's just gone like up like that. And and uh basically had all the momentum from about six feet, landed basically like flat. So the side of my head hit the, the floor as well. But obviously I have my helmet on. Yeah. Um and anyway, so I thought I'd winded myself the crash i didn't make any crying or screaming noises which probably would have made the video a bit better but <laughs> it was uh, yeah thinking about the thinking about the footage wondering how the angle looked um but yeah so we uh we got up we're in fairly north london i can't really remember the exact location right now but i'd um yeah i thought i just winded myself you know i had that <laughs> and i thought i've just winded myself yeah. we'll just we'll just crack on we'll get up and i'll and um I said to Marco, maybe we'll just cruise back towards town and back towards the hotel because we were actually staying at the um, the Wandsworth roundabout near there, so it's quite far away.
0: Oh wow, yeah, because if you're if you're in North, where I live, up like Finsbury Way, going to Wandsworth yeah. is a good. Must have been about an hour and a half for you guys to travel. Oh yeah, the it would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we're um, so anyway, we're we're riding back, and I said to Marco, I need some juice. I need something to eat. Like I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm a bit, I've gone a bit pale at this point. I just felt like I'm winded. You know, bruised myself up. Cause I could walk, I could, you know, move my arms. I could do all that. I didn't feel yeah. that painful. My stomach felt a bit tight, but I was again, it was just, just a breezing. bit
0: uncomfortable basically then.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, so we're riding through and then we got some food, had a little stop and then I'd seen this spot on the way past and I tried to ride it, did a little side up and some other stuff. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not really feeling anything. I'm just, my stomach's feeling a bit tight. I just probably, we should probably just go back to the hotel, rest for the rest of the day. And then we'll, we'll come back out tomorrow. Yeah and uh, so this was about it'd been about 40 minutes since my accident or since i'd crashed and then we were um riding back through a fairly affluent port, part of central northern london um some houses either side of us that were desperately on the side of not under 10 million um and,
0: <laughs> yeah. and i
1: said to mark oh mark i just need to i just need to sit down like please just i just need to sit down and he looked over at me and he's like, oh my God, you are white. You're just like, and there was no like color ghost. in my face. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No color in my face or anything like that. And so I laid down. Um, and again, so here's me laid on my back in my trials gear with two trials bikes in really affluent London, just in the, in the middle of a pavement, like groaning. And I said to Mark, I said, can you just, where's the nearest hospital? Like, should we phone an ambulance or, and he says, well, it's just around the corner you can maybe get an uber i said no get an uber don't get an ambulance we'll get an uber
0: yeah
1: so mark threw me in an uber and he decided and then he wandered back to the wandered. he rode back to the hotel with the two bikes for me so thanks very much for that mark much appreciated um and so i'm in a and e also i wandered into a and e and uh the triage doctor told me i was just winded um and that I just needed, to, there's there's something that's not quite A&E in London in, in some of the hospitals. I don't know what it's called. Yeah,
0: it's um, not a it's minor like, injuries. Yeah, know, minor injuries clinic.
1: Emergency, I, yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was called like T&A or something like that. Anyway, so I can't remember where he sent me off to. So he sent me off to this, and I get to this building. And I'm at this point, my stomach is rock solid, but I couldn't be upright. I had to be like keeled over to hold it. Yeah. And I'm like, there's something not quite right here. So I get into this and then I get to the, the the reception there and the guy's like, Oh yeah. Um, you've come down from A&E. He says, yeah, well, it's going to be like a three or four hour wait. And I said, I've, there's something really wrong with me here. Um, I really need to see someone. Can I go back to accident emergency? So he's like, well, if you want to try, but they'll probably just send you back. So I went back up and the guy came, the same guy came and saw me and he said, listen, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You'll be fine. Just go back down there. You know, you just winded, I think it's maybe just some bruising. You'll be fine, so that's fine. Well, it wasn't fine. I was well, pretty angry yeah, at that yeah, point. But you
0: were but... believing <laughs> him because you said, "Oh, okay, yeah. I trust you because you're a professional." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah.
1: I went, I went back down, and obviously, I would lost my place in the queue at this point. So it was back to the. So I think it was. <sighs> oh, I think it was like four or five hours later. I finally got saw by someone, and the guy laid me. The guy led me on the bed, and he's like prodding around my stomach, and he was, and honestly. I've never been so close to punching someone in my oh life. My I, God, I yeah. had that, that moment where he just touched one point in my stomach, which was down underneath where my spleen was. And I had to like grip the side of the bed and I screamed and the whole, I heard the, the rest of the place go silent because his door was open. And so the whole of that, the room oh where I was waiting went silent because I screamed so loud. And so he, um he was like, so how painful is it? And I'm just like, well, I just showed you that it's pretty yeah, simple. Anyway, I'm screaming, so he, bruv. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he immediately got on the phone, and then they took me to uh major the major injuries unit, um, straight in, basically like tearing my clothes off me, like getting me CT scanned, and it turns out I'd had a grade four ruptured spleen, ruptured spleen. So the um. Grade five is basically complete obliteration. Your your spleen okay, is Okay, that's in what I was going to ask Five pieces. is like done. Is the top five's one. done. Four is it's it's pretty badly ruptured. You've maybe I think I can't remember what it is exactly. I'm sure it's something like if you've you've basically got like thirty percent of your spleen not obliterated. Oh, it's basically wow. in percentages, it's yeah how bad yeah, yeah. it is. So <clears throat> it turned out it was a grade four ruptured spleen. Um and I ended up with, what, five, six days in hospital, um, just on basically the worst pain colours ever I had to have.
0: the three days in London turned into seven days in London, basically.
1: Yeah, full, yeah, full, um, (laughs) a full, a full week down there. Yeah, at least, yeah, and, um, basically was told, I, well, when I, when I finally, I had to basically sign myself out of hospital because I had to get back to Aberdeen. Um, I had a, I had work, I had, I had to get back to work. I had to go, I, I could walk and do all this kind of stuff, you know, I was fine. But I remember that they wouldn't let me fly because of the, <clears throat> obviously the spleen. Um, so they didn't t- so just going back quickly, they didn't take it out. They had to do a, a spleenectomy, which is basically they put, they, they blocked one of the arteries into my spleen. So there's not, I don't get full blood flow through my spleen spleen now. Yeah. So it's still in. I didn't have a big operation, but it was basically an operation through the groin and they put something up from my veins all the way up into my spleen. Um which I got to watch on the watch on the screen while he was doing it. So that was quite cool. Um <laughs> but uh yeah they had to uh shave some private bits and all like this to be able to insert that this. Must have uh, been weird. this I mean
0: this we've had some weird injuries. Um that, <laughs> that one there especially um seems like a quite a serious yeah, a one. Bit,
1: no it was I mean the, to be fair the it was it was interesting because the guy when I first got into the major in, injuries unit the guy basically said to me he says so when did you do this and I was looking at my watch on my my phone and I was like well it must have been like 6 hours ago and he said actually one of the best things that's happened to you is you've waited so long because your spleen has had a chance to start healing itself so it started clotting and he says if you'd ah. have come in at the if you'd have come in at the time you'd have done this we'd have just looked at it and gone that's horrendous we're taking your spleen right out so by being stubborn and trying to ride it off, I actually probably saved having some form of spleen. Although it's, it, that I've, I sounds have so
0: of, weird. It, that doesn't even sound like that would be the correct way to do it. You know, if something goes wrong, you're like, right, this needs to be fixed now.
1: Yeah, well, that was it. Well, he, as he says, he says because of the the state the top side of my spleen was in, that it would it was just it wouldn't have been worth saving. But because they wouldn't have known whether it would have clotted, and they would have had to have spent so much time dealing with the internal bleeding um but by having trying to rid, ride it off which is mad to even think that i was trying to that that i had full internal bleeding and could barely stand up a couple of hours later right. and i was trying to and did, i'd done a couple of side ops on this um with this oh, so I yeah it, was, it happened
0: uh, you actually wrote you did do a little bit of riding is that what you just said
1: yeah i was uh, <laughs> so I, we'd stopped we'd stopped and i was like oh mark i can maybe try let me just see what it's like to ride with you know, and I, cause I, I just thought I'd badly bruise myself, you know? Yeah, so I was yeah. like, I'll, I'll do it. Not anything major. I think it was like a bar height side hop. And then I'd like rode off the wall, did a little gap. And Mark was just like, oh, well, how does it feel? You know? And I was like, eh, not great. You know? So it's, um,
0: <laughs> just, You know, trying to be a real man, like, yeah, I'll battle through it. Yeah. Let's get this oh, video yeah, done, Mark. Yeah, just,
1: Come on. Um, well, that was it. Cause we only had three days in London. Yeah. So I, I thought I didn't want to waste Mark's time having done it. And anyway, I did waste Mark's time, but he stuck around and helped. He came into the hospital, and him and his wife Nikki uh, sorted out my bike and took it up to Tarty Bikes, and then Tarty Bikes posted posted it out to back up to Aberdeen for me. So thanks. Excuse me. Nice thanks very time. much to them yeah, guys. Yeah,
0: I know they've they've looked after you for a very long time, haven't they, Ben? I think you.
1: They did. They got rid of me for a, they got rid of me for a little bit because I didn't ride any of their products, so I didn't really have a leg to stand on. And yeah. then they, they brought me back in. So they Is have that, looked after. So me. this
0: takes me back because. I remember, this must be like 10 years ago now, I remember you riding a speed race or... Didn't you ride for speed race? Is that... No? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Is, is that yeah, the time right, you're yeah. on about?
1: Yeah, so basically I... Ah, okay. I had... I'd ridden with... Uh, so I joined Adamant at the same time as Damon got Adamant. Um, so when got Damon was riding for Deng Adamant... The oh. The Deng days, yeah. So obviously... <laughs> Obviously we had, um, Tarty bikes were sponsored. They had Echo, they had Adamant, they had yeah. Cesar, all these kind of companies. So I think initially I rode for, I rode for, did I ride for Cesar and then Adamant? Anyway, so I got a bike and I was riding. I with, remember you having a white one.
0: Didn't you? you had that white one Yeah, Cesar that was
1: the Cesar. Yeah, this, yeah. The Cesar or Czar, however you want to say it. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Um, so I was riding that and then I got an Adamant or vice versa. I can't remember. And then I think something came up that I'd seen a speed race and we, um, I was like, oh, that's really nice. I quite like that. So I contacted them. Um, they offered me a deal. And then they were talking about building a, a custom bike. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'd be interested in that. So we built one with like a, I, re- I, I always really liked the Kenny Belay carbon top tube bike. Yes. So my plan, my plan, and I'd seen that. Um, Stan Shaw had actually kind of built his own he'd kind of cut a frame up and then put a, a carbon tube in a frame and stuff yeah. and I was like that looks really cool yeah, I like that. It
0: did it was the first days wasn't it of, of getting just weight weenies.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 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 so I'd, I'd come up with this design with speed race and a geometry and kind of um I'd ridden it for a bit and then I think at this point T- Tati were doing a bit of an overhaul of their team because I think they still had um like rowan on the team who maybe wasn't riding as much they had all these kind of other guys that they were just looking at and like well we we need to progress you know yeah yeah and so i got cold um not cruelly, they were very nice about no, it. No, so I'm I can't sure. Complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, if you're going to ride so, a
0: speed race, we don't sell that. I'm really sorry. Ben. We
1: don't. Yeah, we don't sell that bike or yeah, yeah. any of the components you're using, so we can't really offer you anything because you're not. You know, yeah, you might make videos with our name in, but they can't buy any of the products. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So I think I was a bit. I was a bit gutted at the time, um but
0: it is understandable. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I soon got. I soon got over it, and then. uh And then, yeah, just kind of went from there and I think with the speed race, I was actually only on the speed race for, I think I only rode it for like six to nine months or something. And then I was just like, I'm just not enjoying TGS anymore. I, and this was, this was so the, that point was I the was tipping
0: like, point was sort of 10 years ago then. Cause I, I think it was the same time. I remember Kieran Whitefield was sponsored by speed race at this, at the same sort of time. Okay. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then he got sent a frame was like, don't like it. And he gave it to me. That's All how right, I okay. remember. And I was like, I right, just got a okay.
1: free brand new frame from speed race. <laughs> oh, <nice>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they were, it was good to be fair. The one I had was actually, it wasn't that bad. And I actually, my friend uh, Ricky Taylor he, uh, he had it for a while. Um, but it was it was super long, it was just one of those and I all I was doing was taps and gaps on it and I was just I'd I'd ridden a few people's hexes, I think. Um and I'd seen Ali was riding the hex and how much he how how good he I mean, as if I could be compared to Ali in terms of <laughs> well, skill. I but don't know. yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. We won't go down that route. Maybe maybe we look alike, but there's no skill match there. <laughs> Ali is far superior. But they um yeah, Ali was riding the Hex, and I was just like, "That looks so much fun." Obviously, Danny had released April Nine, and I knew how how yeah. he rode anyway. And I was like, "It just looks fun." I need—I was just bored of doing side ops. That was it, and and it was getting to the point where there was only—I was going out on my own a lot because a lot of people weren't riding anymore and stuff like this. And I just thought, "No, nah, I need to change things up and do something a bit different." Otherwise, I'm going to be—I'm going to be quitting fairly soon, you know. Yeah,
0: you get bored. No, I understand. You've got to keep things interesting, you know. Yeah,
1: so but no, there were there were decent enough bikes. Yeah, and then I moved to the Hex, and then. Slowly over time, obviously proved myself back to Tati, and they've brought me back on. I which mean, was a couple of years ago. Now, correct so. me if
0: I'm wrong. That was kind of the year, or 2010 was really the start where Inspired just kind of ruled a bit of the trials world for a few years, right? This is how. Yeah, well, yeah, really definitely after.
1: Yeah, yeah, after Danny's yeah. after Danny's video, I think I don't think they could keep up with demand in reality, you know. And then <laughs> yeah. the, the hex was the hex was the perfect blend of a bit of street plus trialsy stuff for yeah. people like myself who I I used to ride Danny's foreplay and I was just I I go on Danny's foreplay and just be like, what is this? This is horrible. It's too small. Like, you know, you're banging your legs on it all the time. Very you, short, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I was basically just riding it wrong. My body position was all wrong because I was so used to the TGS position, the trials position. And yeah. the hex was that nice balance between that. So I remember getting a hex um from Dave Inspired uh he sorted me out with one on a little deal and just loved it you know and then kind of I just realized that actually that's what I was doing 10 years before that and that was how we rode and actually I really like except I wasn't able to bunny up back in the day I didn't really understand the the bikes for
0: it really they weren't like the perfect trials bike no exactly yeah
1: yeah exactly so no it was um yeah it's just it's just kind of a full circle for me coming back all the way except for now I'm on a 24 inch rather than the 26 inch so
0: yeah. And that was kind of your starting journey and joining the inspired family. At that yeah, point, no.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So I kind of, I did a bit with him. I've, to be fair, I've, I'm have i fortunate because I've known Dave at Inspired for a long time. So Dave, obviously, for people that don't know, um, started Tarty Bikes with Adam at Tarty Bikes. Yep. And Dave actually used to live in Hull. Um, so he's from my neck of the woods. So we kind of crossed paths here and there and knew each other through that. And I think, I've always just been very open with Dave on what I think of things in terms of products or anything like that. And to be fair, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not somebody who's getting, you know, I wasn't getting free bikes or anything like that. I was getting a little bit of discount Mm -hmm. because I think Dave understood that I would make an edit. I would make a video and I'd put their logo on for a percentage of them
0: value as well. He's like, look, I can't give you all this for free, which is trials is like that. That's fine. So you give and receive. And he was more than happy for you to go, just tell everyone you're on and inspired. yeah do it and just I mean
1: this was this was before Instagram this was I mean Facebook was around but it wasn't the way it's used now you know it was just you were you were putting pictures up of your dog when you were out for a walk you know that kind of thing it's not not for trials and marketing and stuff initially but then it's just one of these things I my marketing was I would put out an edit and I was putting I I mean I wasn't quite like Joe Mayer with his a thousand videos a year but i was putting out <laughs> I videos but i was i was putting out videos fairly regularly so you know we were just on point and zoom video cameras and we put out loads of videos so for dave i, I guess in reality it was a it was just some marketing for let's say i don't know less than 10 percent off a bike or whatever it was and and it really it just reinvigorated things for me i got on it and just i was like Oh, I can learn again. And I honestly, I must admit, I felt absolutely awful on this bike. I was just like, I don't know how to ride it. I'm not that great. I'm just, what am I doing? I've made the wrong decision. You know, I used to be at a, so, at a certain level and now I'm down here yeah, and
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it was hard initially. And then I got used to it and I'm just like, this is so fun. And it's, I think like looking at the whole split between trials, I think things has come, people seem to be a bit more open to it now, but this whole kind of split between the, the, tr- the comp scene yeah. and the TGS scene versus street. I just, I've never liked it because I'll do it on any bike. I'll do it on all the bikes. You know, it's yeah. kind of, I'm uh, still what I'll do. I'll go out and I'll see. I don't spot, oh, I could 180 off that ledge. I see, oh, I could do that big rolling gap or I could do a big, I could do a big static gap from on that. Maybe I'll be doing it with a 180 in it. I'll be doing a 180 gap rather than just a static across it. But all these little things, the principle is
0: still the same. You're like, I'm traveling from here to here and I'll make it
1: my own, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just, I think that's the thing a lot of people forget is that when we shouldn't be grouping ourselves, I think trials is so individual because you perceive it different to the way Tom would perceive it or how I would perceive it, and you just go, You might see a side up to a really tech hook that I'm just like, Well, I'm just going to bunny up up to rear on it because that's I can't do that tech hook, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's this kind yeah. of thing and it's an individual sport and that's how it should, you know, it's not about grouping everybody into one and saying, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. But yeah, having the hex and stuff totally reinvigorated things for me and yeah. And then brought me back full circle, as I say, to being sponsored by Tati again. So that was nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. And and you're producing some great videos uh, as always, Ben, I think we're living in 2021 now where um, I'll use my term trials tapas is a thing <laughs> um, because you just bang up a six second clip of a really nice line or you know so on and so forth but I know that you're still a a strong contender who's going to be bringing out you know like projects like actual full-on videos uh, and things like that and uh, I think that's that's still important even though there's less of them. Um,
1: Well I I mean I I think it is I mean the thing is you look at the people who now are doing really well the Fabios, the Dannys, the these kind of people you don't yeah obviously danny does did you know these kind of guys are doing daily social medias but they're putting out stuff that we all know they could do you know like on straightforward yeah it's a good clip but they're saving like the real stuff that they've been thinking about they've been learning they've maybe been out practicing that you've never seen front flips off edinburgh castle you save that for an edit you know yes absolutely yeah you know don't and I think it's just the way social media has led us all, isn't it? It's kind of this, we've all got short attention spans in, for the most part now. So yeah. it's kind of, you, you see, I mean, if 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 you follow, if anybody follows any BMXs or anything like that, people are putting double backflips up for breakfast, you know, just, oh, I'll do that. And then they're releasing a clip 24 hours later that just pushes it down the line and everybody's forgotten. you. This guy just learned a double backflip. Yeah, and he's just put it, it, gets, it, on his it does get
0: lost. That's why the whole idea of, like I was saying, it's... Uh, really happy that you're still making like full on projects because those are the things that have a lasting impact. Um yeah, anything, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Rather yeah than just I mean it's digesting it and
1: then Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that, and that's the thing I I think I've I've always been I've always said it in a lot of things and I remember watching an edit of Charlie rolls um a video I think it was maybe one of your guys early ones and I did say is that you know Charlie just needs to make a video where he plans things out and it's not just a I know that it's the way like Jack and um, Charlie ride, for example, where they, yeah. they'll they just be like, they treat everything like a comp. So it's just like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go, but the cameraman doesn't know what he's doing. So I think that's the thing is that, so just as an example, if I'm filming a line with Mark or Adam Maguire, then we we plan it out and I'll he'll say, well, should I film it from here? And, or should I film it from here? What do you think to a second angle from here? And I think that's the thing where, for the likes of Charlie and Jack and all of these guys, for things to go boom for them, I think they need that kind of level of project, not just hoping mm-hmm. that they might get a a gap like um, the the Spanish comp rider where he did that gap over the water and his Instagram went uh, absolutely mental.
0: Oh yeah, Sergi. Sur- um, yeah. I think it was Sergi. Was it Sergi? They did that. Yeah. 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 The, yeah, the,
1: yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing is that hoping just for a bit of TikTok fame, yeah, might might work, but. The reality of it is if you put something out that you can be really proud of, you'll look back on it in years to come. And I think that, don't get me wrong, my videos don't get millions of views. They, they might get the odd couple of thousand and stuff. I, because Partly because people don't have the time, I think. But also, I just I want to be able to look back on them in 15, 20 years. And yeah. when my wee man's grown up, for him yeah. to go, oh, that's yeah. what dad used to do, you know? So it's that,
0: yeah, I that couldn't, kind of thing. I couldn't, uh, couldn't agree more, mate. This is, um, yeah, it's one of those things where... This is like you were saying, you're making your mark with some videos. And I think what helps Mark and other people who are also riders, yeah. that's important. If, if yeah, they're yeah. capturing it, they have a much better understanding. It's um, leaving trials Mark on the internet on that. Yeah, yeah you know, I think making so. Making sure yeah. we're out there now. And It's the same thing with, with when we're doing the shinding. It's like, well, I don't really make proper edits anymore. I used to years ago. Yeah. But then I accepted that I'm not. But I was like, what I can't can do is talk. So why the hell yeah, don't I just put that on there? Like
1: what we're yeah, doing yeah. right now. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, it's, it's. I think the problem is, is it, it's trying to put out quantity over quality. You know, it's kind of, I'm I'm not, I've never been one for putting out daily clips because A, I don't ride enough to do it. And B, it just feels like I'm putting it up for the sake of it. And then you actually end up looking into putting up a clip that isn't really that great. And yeah, you might get 300, 400 likes, maybe more depending on how many followers you've got. But yeah for the most part you know because you do it that you're just going tap tap double click swipe touch, and yeah, you just done. you just click in you've yeah. done it and you've forgotten move, about it you move on you're already looking at the next person's clip you know i don't it's not often i sit there and like watch clips on instagram for like on repeat you know whereas i have a playlist <laughs> of video i've got a playlist of videos on youtube like trial specific videos that i go watch to get me motivated for trials you know if I'm going out or I'll watch at lunchtime before I'm going out that evening or whatever or on the night before I'm going out on the weekend it's something to get me like really pumped up to go I'm going to go try yeah. excuse me try that or try this but I don't do that with Instagram I look at it and I go oh why am I even on my phone you know so.
0: <laughs> just to remind people that we're alive and doing that it's like you can't beat them you've got to join them no uh, exactly you know um just to kind of share to to share that so again mate yeah it's all the projects are really important even though it seems like there's less of them i think that that's because now they become even more important because we're consuming more and you hit the nail on the head there i was saying all the proper creative good moves go onto the big projects and then stuff that we are familiar with which just means danny's growing his audience or you or anyone actually who's putting a basic clip up um somebody else is like wow that's impressive but austral trials ought to go i know he can go better than that
1: it's yeah that exactly kind of... yeah and that's the thing is that if we want to grow this the thing is that i think there's a mixed barrel right some people want to grow the sport some people want it to be niche and small and not have loads of random people Understood. coming in yeah you know it's kind of it's a really hard balance and i'm i'm on the fence on that one because i think if it was to grow exponentially a, we wouldn't have the bikes and it it just get diluted with yeah you know, slightly interested people. Whereas I think for a long time, certainly from back in my era, you know, as I say, there's, you know, Danny's only a couple of years younger than me. Duncan's only a couple of years younger than me or maybe a couple of years younger than that. Ali's a bit older than me and we're still here doing it. You know, I know that Adam Reed is, you know, who owns Tarty bikes. He's a bit older and still doing it, you know, maybe not as much as he would have done back in the day, but it's, it's still because you've, a got, big a it. yeah, you've got a passion for it. Yeah, you've got a passion for it. Whereas if you get people who are just doing it because they think they can get famous on TikTok or Instagram or something, then it's not really what you want to push the sport because eventually the people who are putting the money in will just go, uh, we've got what we needed from this, see you later, you know? So it's a really hard balance, but in the same manner, you don't want people to look at the sport when they go on Instagram or on YouTube and just be like, Oh my god this is just people dressed up as rabbits going around skate parks on on bikes you know that <laughs> what, what is that whereas when you've got the 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 style of Danny or you've got the style of Jack who and the skill set they've got and the moves they can do on bikes and you could go you can blow people's minds with that but people running around skate parks dressed up and things like that that's not what trials should be for me and I don't think we should be milking it for that in the same manner
0: no and definitely informing people that you don't just jump on an inspired bike and learn these tricks. It's just something that keep, I keep drilling into many. They're like, well, actually no, get that bike first. And then yeah. move it, it. There's, there's a missing, obviously no offense to inspire. Cause they want to sell bikes. I do understand yeah. that. And it makes it difficult to be like, well, cool. This is Danny. You want to ride like him? This is Ben. You want to ride like him?
1: Here's the bike. Yeah.
0: But there's this like missed opportunity of the understanding where this is why they are the way they are.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I think the thing is, is you can, you can learn the basics on, you know, on the bikes we've got. Yeah. Simply I should, put, I you should know? say
0: that. It's not, you know, yeah, there's no wrong. You can right.
1: you can learn them on all the bikes. I think, I think having knowledge of the sport and understanding not, I, I don't want you to be able to recite where it came from in the seventies with Monty and, and stuff like <laughs> that, but, you know, coming in and just going, Oh, that looks easy. And then I've done a couple of back cops, I can do it like, you know, X, Y, or Z, that's no, like, that's, as I say, it took me a year to learn to back up across the street. And that's not by no means an exaggeration. We didn't have YouTube for people to teach you how to back up. So three backups was like, a blow my mind. I need to go and sleep for 12 hours kind of situation
0: <laughs> the progression you know? is completely different
1: now than what it yeah, was 100%. Ba- yeah 100
0: percent back then yeah
1: things things obviously change but i i think if you if you learn the basics and the fundamentals of trials and how to use your bike and rolling about on two wheels and not just immediately learning to back up learn to track stand learn to be able to balance on a rock that is only the length of your bike without hopping about all over the place is really key to being as good as possible on your bike and then from that point the other tricks that you want to learn the tech tricks the the big tricks will be easier because you have better bike control it's as simple as that in my opinion yeah, yeah, I mean
0: you've got to learn to to walk before you run
1: it's a cliche term it's true it's but very it's... true and I think it's very applicable to trials anyway so no it does kind of work all right
0: well um I've got one uh, one last question and then we'll sort of go into uh, the finishing up but what was your f- you having all these videos what is your what was your favorite particular project that you did Ben of my videos. Yeah, of your videos specifically.
1: Do you know I think probably uh my first edit down in Bristol, so it's Ben Travis Bristol Street Trials, I think.
0: Twenty eighteen?
1: Oh, I think it would have been, yeah. 17? So I um yeah, that's right. I think so. Just twenty seventeen I had basically I'd I'd moved down to Bristol for six weeks for some work. Um and I brought my bike with me. Um and I thought, well, I'll film a little edit and it slowly got in and obviously bristol's well known with a lot of people in trials and it was the same as like my amazing street
0: place to ro- amazing exactly street, yeah. yeah amazing
1: i didn't want to ride the same spots everybody had done i wanted to go find new things that i hadn't seen people do know I mean, it's pretty hard when the likes of rowan johns lives there and, and he, he's rinsed it silly but even then i wanted to try and find things that i'd never seen him really do in a video so i spent a lot of time hunting bristol cycling all around Bristol, just me, my tripod, and a couple of clips I think Mark filmed in the first one. Um, yeah, and just spent a lot of time. And by this point, I felt pretty comfortable. I was on my red arcade at this point, and I'd, I'd got fairly comfortable on the street bikes, and I was feeling at a decent level. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of... It just went really well. I don't think I had any big crashes or any a couple of crashes because I made a little edit of crashes afterwards, but nothing that was, you know, killer. It was all good, and I just just really proud with how it came out i could have done a bit of color correcting and better editing i think but oh we all say it's that it's a video yeah i get it um yeah for those oh, yeah, of who I haven't like watched it yeah it
0: is really good i think it is literally called ben travis bristol street trials it's it it it, it seems like it created a lot of traction i think it's almost on like thirty thousand views which for a trials video yeah. is that's usually we it's about the right um in terms of success is the, yeah, the right that yeah that one yeah
1: that one that one went well yeah i was, yeah, I was pretty yes, pleased so. with how that one's done so well oh, interesting
0: good. i wanted to find out because that's one of my favorites that you did i don't oh, know what it was much. it was just um i love bristol and i can i know some of those you know areas so i think it I'm helps
1: if good. you can relate to it right because you can relate to the spots you're like oh flipping out that's his, that's that he's done he's just done that on yeah. that or he's done <laughs> it that way that's quite you know whereas I think me living in Aberdeen, it's hard. So I just put out on recently with my new foreplay. Um, and I think it's a bit harder for people to relate to because not many people have ridden Aberdeen, certainly, you know, from you guys down south or yeah. in England. There's only, there's only really a handful I know that have been up and are like, oh, that, you know, they know that spot. And it's the same with London. I think the, way, the reason London did quite well, the London videos did quite well, is because people know London. So they'll have seen some of the spots and they're like, oh, right, okay, that's pretty big, right?
0: Yeah, I know where some of those things are, even though we've never ridden them. And I thought, what the hell? Why have we never been there before? Um, Yeah, exactly. And watching that one... A few months ago, I was going right. Let's find, let's go on that Ben Travis fit I bet he's been somewhere we haven't. Come on, let's look through this. Exactly <laughs> you, the same thing that you were doing. Um, you, just like, well, we're yeah. in London. Surely we can find this.
1: If you guys, if you guys want the spot map, I've still got it. So oh, brilliant! No, it. I'm,
0: I'm, so, I'm looking forward to that, and I, I'm, I'm hoping we um wanted to get, you know, get a few of you down for a London ride. Maybe we'll take no, you definitely. to some
1: new spots that we've. Yeah, that'd be at. good. I'd be, I'd be keen for that anytime. Absolutely, so mate. No, I'd, I really would
0: yeah. um, love to get you down on one of our um. our our vlogs there like i say i'd be up for that because we i'm no media you know i'm not necessarily an editor (laughs) that's why we call it vlogs we can make it as raw as we want and we bring out quantity not the quality
1: (laughs) fly on the wall everyone can see what i do on a weekend and what that's that's what we used to do back in the day though that's what videos were i mean yeah obviously people still made the old single edits or the trials kings made their little group ride edits and stuff but that was that was filmed over a period of time but Back in the day, it was all these big group rides and you just used to film what people were doing. So you, you had people in the background taking the piss, dancing about, yep. you know, falling off in the background. Whereas now it's a little bit more focused on, right, okay, we need to make sure the camera shot's right. We need to make it something proper. Whereas sometimes I wish I could be less like that. And I would just go, oh, I'm just film this because we're out, you know? But that's, yes. what, goes on in- that's what goes on Instagram yes. nowadays, you know? Well, and you've already the- got
0: quite a high how do I, you've got quite a high level of video. So I think once you get to that next stage, it's much harder to come down and go, Oh, just film this on my phone. Like, nah I'm, yeah exactly no, once you've put now. the effort in
1: yeah once you've put the effort in it's hard but I'd, no, I'd be well up for that we definitely should do it That'd yeah mate no
0: I'm definitely uh, excited to do that and I'm, I'm I'm looking for an excuse to get back up to Scotland to ride there I've just had um, my, my newest housemate Aaron Goody is actually from Inverness from Scotland I know Aaron yeah uh, Aaron used to yeah, live so Aaron, Aaron used yeah, to yeah live. there you go Aaron's just moved into my house he's now yeah, I've tell got him another troll rider
1: it's just, it's like, yes. <laughs> tell him to get off the internet <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah I wish I wish it was him he had the day off no, I right. even invited him to come and join us he's like no i'm gonna go meet a bird
1: (laughs) i'm like well well, that's fine that's okay (laughs) we'll
0: let you off mate you know
1: each to their own Um,
0: ben thank you so much for coming and to chat trials with us uh thank you very much for having me no i i love it i love it i just just to get away from from my work for an hour and talk about bikes and and whatnot but before before we go I'll, i'll ask a couple more questions is there anyone that you would like to see on the shindig podcast Ooh. I can dig into. I've got a couple of names in my head, so I'm gonna see what you say,
1: okay. So I had a look through the list recently because i'd and I'd seen that you asked this question, and I still don't really know I can't decide, but I think it'd be interesting to see if you got Ross on to see uh, Ross MacArthur to see if you could get him to. Uh, <laughs> Give his opinion on the trial scene. Yeah, and now nah, he has people got. Some, in we've it.
0: had some. I've yeah, officially, properly, officially met Ross at Dar. Derbyshire, Derbyshire? I think um, quite recently. Oh, the bike so trial centre. Yeah, bike trial, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a really good conversation, actually. Yeah. yeah,
1: Ross would be quite good, and I think you've you've hit quite a few of the people I like to. I've I like to hear from you. You've obviously done Martin. You've done Martin and Martin and Martin now. Um, yeah, well, Martin will be out. But we'll,
0: when this is out, he would have been out last week. Yeah, I was editing it this morning. Yeah, so Martin Hawes. Yeah,
1: okay, there. yeah. So, yeah, Martin Hawes. He, 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 I'm looking forward to his. And I think you've done... I mean, Ryan Leach is a good one. That's a good coop, that one, to get oh, Ryan out. Yeah, on.
0: you know now, actually, yeah, his his will also be... Uh, will be out when this is released, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Ryan's a, Ryan's a good one to have had. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed with that one. So, um, no, I think we'll leave it at that. That'll yeah,
0: be no, no, cool, man. That's, and, and if you've got a message for any of our trials riders out there that you'd like to to give from from ben to the trials community
1: learn the basics and edits over vlogs that's it
0: that's fine yeah well, <laughs> leave the vlogs to us because i hate doing proper edits i'm terrible
1: nah, <laughs> but no yeah. i'm only do you know do you know the thing is right is I would have been more down that route a, a couple of years ago. I wasn't really a big fan of the, the vlogs. Always, and I thought we, but I see they have their place, right? I'm, and I, I, I watch Ali's all the time. I, yeah. I like it. I watch your guys' vlogs as well. I'm just, I like the group ride scene. I think that's the thing. I think you guys are doing it right with having big group rides um, and just filming everyone and all the random stuff that goes on. I really like that. That's all
0: good. levels too. Right. I just, I yeah, want exactly. people to yeah. see how fun we are as people, not how good yeah. we are on bikes. That's yeah. that's the aim.
1: But simply put learn the basics and just enjoy it. Like you don't have to learn something new every day. You Sometimes you can just go out and have fun and ride your bike. Don't ride it because you think trials is going to make you famous, you know, ride trials because you are enjoying it, yeah. you know? and keep pushing yourself that's all
0: that is a lovely message ben really important i think that actually that should ring true learn the basics maybe i need yeah. to go back to where i started <laughs> instead of just trying to side up like damon all the time but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard not to right though because if anybody can side up and and that's one if, if for any ut that are watching if you want to learn to side up properly there's two people you can watch jack or you can watch damon yeah Damon has the nicest side up technique I have ever seen, and still to this day, there's nobody quite matches him in my opinion. I I
0: totally agree. No one has has even yet to um, put it in that style as well—not just the size, but the style too. In such a, I'd like
1: to say I'd like to say I taught him everything he knew, but I think (laughs) I was uh, I was better than him for approximately three days when he just suddenly went absolutely insane Absolute so yeah monster. he's. Um, I'm going yeah, to try definitely.
0: hopefully he's going to be back on the, the bike again I know he's taking that would be a
1: good race, one so. actually get get Damon on and see what yeah, he's got to he's, say
0: he was meant to and then he got rid of his bike there is dialogue with Damon but now that you've said it Ben there's more yeah. reason for me to say uh, Damon someone called you out again yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's let's get you on and, and and chat trials but thanks very much guys um i've been matt pengelly from the shindig podcast it has been ben travis you can get ben's socials on ins- what, inspired travis. in at inspired, inspired travis at inspired travis uh on instagram there and that way you can keep up with all of his socials when a new youtube video comes out um, and if you haven't already go and check out ben's video projects on the trials bike they're probably some of the better street videos that were ever made. Um, they're really creative yeah. and just good thank quality. Much, um, so thanks yeah, for you everything put... you've
1: done for the community, oh, Ben. More than welcome. Just put Ben Travis into YouTube and they'll all come up. So yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, and thanks incredible. for having me. Dude. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's been, it's been fun.
0: And you may um, enjoy the rest of your day and you um, we'll catch up with you again soon. Hopefully. And ride.
1: Sounds good. Thanks catch mate. Later, Take dude. care. Bye bye. Ah, you